Welcome to the Build Your Coaching Business Podcast. We'll talk about how to start, grow, and enjoy your coaching business. Plus, we'll dig into the failures and lessons we've learned along the way. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Hello, hello there. Welcome back. So today's episode, I just got off of a coaching call inside of my program that I have for coaches. And one of the things that came up was this experience of a goal. And what I want to, today's episode is really just showing you that you have choices about what happens and how you experience it in your business. So let me give you some examples. It's very typical that when you make a goal, maybe you have a goal of three clients in a month. Now, imagine you sign two clients. Now think about what happens in your mind. How do you experience yourself? How do you experience your business? What's the conversation in your head? What are you thinking about goals? And so often, you guys, and this is what she said on the coaching call today. She was like, I didn't even know it was a choice to experience this phenomenon differently. And so I'm going to give you a few scenarios of that so you can find the one where you're like, ah, that's the one. And then I'm going to show you two ways, two options that you can experience the data of your business. Now, let's run through, through some examples of how this data might play out. So one way that this data might look is say that you decided you're going to send two emails a week and you only send one. Okay, so just think about last week. You're like, my goal was two. I sent one. Now, what we're going to talk about in today's episode is your experience of yourself and your business in the presence of that data. Another example of this might be, say that you said this month, I'm going to make 10 offers. Okay, it can't be this month that I do have been last month, right? Because it's in the past. So we're like, okay, but you look at it and you're like, I made seven offers. This episode is about how you experience yourself in that moment with that data. Here's another scenario. Say that you said you were going to do a webinar or a free training, whatever, right? Whatever you call it last month, but you didn't do it. Today's episode, <laughs> that's right, I'm just going to just keep repeating it, is reminding your brain, teaching it maybe for the very first time that you have two choices on how you experience that and the way you have been experiencing it might not be the way you want to keep experiencing it. Here's another one. Say that you, oh wait, I already said that one. <clears throat> Sorry, I have a list. <laughs> I started with the last one first. But it's the, the same thing, right? Say you wanted to sign three clients this month and you signed two right? You have a choice of how you experience goals, yourself, and your business in the presence of your numbers not matching might be a way you want to say it. So here are your two choices. The first choice is what most people do just out of habit. 
And I, I want you to pay attention to my use of a word like habit, because I use this word very intentionally. And it's because I want you all to think, oh, a habit, I can change a habit, right? Like sometimes we get into habits and we're like, oh yeah, that's like, I, I changed my sleeping habits. And then in retrospect, I was like, ah, that's not going well. <laughs> that's not what I want. So I was like, oh, okay, it's just a habit. I'll change it. When you think in terms of the things you do in your business as habits, you have a stronger sense of, oh, okay, if that's just a habit, I can change that. So the current default habit that I see a lot of coaches have is that they come to this data, they say that they, you know, they want to sign three clients and they sign two. And the way they approach that data is judgmentally, which could also be said is they beat themselves up, right? Which might also be said like, like giving yourself some sort of smackdown, being mean to yourself. And it's the conversation you have in your head when you experience that data point. And notice it's just a data point of you didn't, and this is what I like, is it's not always just a goal, but sometimes you measure the goal in terms of a habit. And this is why you kind of want to have both. Like, oh yeah, I said I wanted to send two emails, but I sent one. So it's, it's separate from a goal like signing clients because signing clients has a lot more pieces involved of it. Whereas sending an email is totally and completely in your control. Every bit of it right? So you can approach that data and be judgmental of yourself and beat yourself up and create these feelings of judgment and pressure and like this shortness with yourself and this extra firmness. And what that leads to is right kind of feeling this tightness in your chest. And then right and here's what those thoughts might sound like. This is a problem. And I need to figure this out. Right? So if you imagine you had a goal of signing three clients, you signed two, but what does your brain think when it's in this first option and it's being judgmental and it's like, like being harsh with yourself, being very firm, when you think, oh, this is a problem and I have to figure this out, notice what happens. And, and you might just be like listening to this and you're like, wait a minute, what happens? <laughs> And it's like you start to search for a solution. You start trying to like solve for it, which creates this sense of urgency. You begin like, oh, you begin building new thoughts that you weren't thinking before, but now you've introduced and those thoughts spiral. So it's like it started with just one thought about that data and then it spirals into an entire like, oh man, just like tons of thoughts about this that you weren't even thinking before and now you're like bringing them up with your own brain regularly so the circumstance was like I had a goal of three clients and I signed two but now you just created an entire like program loaded into your head and and you know experienced of this is a problem I need to figure it out now I need to go take a course on goals I need to get lots of coaching on goals I need to do thought work like I need to figure out why this didn't work like right like you start to solve for it like it's a problem and that's just one way that you could think about that right and what I like about this idea of like you signed two but you your goal was three is that the very simplest thing is that when you're so focused on that that goal, you miss that you signed two clients. 
you miss out on being in this moment and feeling that contentment and that genuine like delight of like, ooh, those two new people are so cool. And I'm so like, I get to help them right? Like there's so many different emotions in there, but it's like, because you, you create this habit of being in the space of, of what didn't happen, that judgment, you actually don't build the habit of being in that space where you're focused on those two. And often what I'll hear from you is you're like, oh, but if I hang out and focus on those two, then I'll never learn how to hit goals. No, that is also a thought, (laughs) right? It is safe to focus on those two. It is safe to feel really good and content in your business. And that contentment, as opposed to that judgment and searching and feeling of inadequacy that you're spiraling through, right? You will create bigger results when you let it be as simple as like, I created new clients, two new people that I love. Two new people that I get to help create something that they think was hard. And I was like, no, we can do this. Like those are two new people. And when you're in that headspace, that is when you look at like, how did I create these two people? And you start to see how simple it was, right? Because when you're in the judgment zone and the harshness with your zone, you like will overthink it. You'll make everything really complicated. You'll like, like, I mean, there's some coaching we've done in my in my program where it's like you hyper focus in on all these little details, digging for a problem. But when we bring it back to like, I created two clients. I have the ability to go back through, right? Elizabeth has taught me or someone, if it's not me, then come in, let me help you, right? Come into the program and let me help you build your business. Let me help you look at those two clients and, and discover for your own self over and over How did I create them? Because you want to know that answer. When you answer that question for yourself now, remember the judgment's over on one side, but now you're in this space where you start to think and feel things where you're like, wait a minute. Not only do I love these two new people, but I know how I created them. Ooh, right? This is, these are the two spaces that are optional. Often the default habit is to be in that judgmental, beat yourself up space. But what you're learning is that it is also possible, right? There is a completely different option of how you experience and handle that scenario of having a goal but not hitting it. And it's to like focus on what you did create. Yeah, that's what it is. (laughs) Right? To not make it a problem. To let yourself see how did I create that? Because look, let's look at it in terms of the example of the emails, right? Because some of you are going to be like, well, two clients is cool, but like that's sending one email instead of two, not as cool. No, no, it is. You just haven't thought of it that way. And so if you think about last week and you're like, okay, I had a goal of sending two clients or of making two offers in those two emails, and maybe you even sent two emails, but you only made an offer in one of them. Notice how your self-talk might be to judge yourself, be mean to yourself, try and like figure out the problem instead of being like, oh my gosh, I sent one email or I sent two emails and I made one offer. What was I thinking? Like in the best way, right? Not like, what was I thinking? (laughs) Not that way. (laughs) Like why? Like what motivated me to write that email? What was I thinking when I made that offer? 
What was driving me? Because so often, right, when you don't make the offer, you're thinking about yourself. You're like overthinking all these details. But when it was easy to make the offer, right? Like that's kind of the question. Like, oh, that was really easy to write that offer. That was really easy to write that email. Why? Oh, because I was really focused on them. I was really focused on serving them and loving them. And it was so clear to me what their problem is and why they don't have it yet. And I was just talking to them about it because I know that that's valuable for them. Right? You hear that. It's two separate spaces. One of them is you can sit in your head and have this conversation and experience the emotions of that judgment and that self-pressure and that urgency to figure it out. Thinking like something has gone wrong here. I need to figure this out. Oh my gosh, I only sent one email instead of two. I'm not consistent. I'm never going to figure this out. Maybe I am not capable. I mean, if I can't even send two emails, right? Like that's where it like spirals into this like extreme negative self-talk where it's like, holy moly, where did my brain go with that? Because all of our brains do it. It's not just you. So be careful if you're like, oh, something's wrong with me because I think like, nope. That's actually one of my favorite things about coaching. Okay, I probably use that phrase a lot, but (laughs) I have a lot of favorite things. And I just remember that relief. When I came into my first group coaching environment, and prior to that, I had thought that everything I thought, like, I I mean, I thought something was wrong with me. (laughs) I thought that I shouldn't be having these certain thoughts. And when I came into coaching and there was a safe space where we shared the thoughts we had, And I just remember listening to people get coached and thinking, oh my gosh, I have that thought too. (laughs) And it was just this like relief that nothing was wrong with me and that having these thoughts is normal and that having these thoughts doesn't, it's not a sign that I'm never going to get what I want or figure it out. It's like, no, we all have these thoughts. It's part of the process. It's supposed to happen. In fact, when you set a goal, this stuff comes up. Because if we go back to that idea of like I set a goal of three, but I only hit two, there's actually an entire set of thoughts there that you haven't built yet. And they're thoughts about a goal. And you're just forgetting or you've never thought it. Maybe you don't even have that built yet. But one of the thoughts that I really like to remember about goals, especially when I don't hit them, (laughs) but always, is that I chose a goal for me. Like the goal isn't magical. It was just some random number I chose. And I chose it to shape my mind. I chose it to build the habits that create it. I chose it because of who and how I have to change to create it. And I want that. I want that transformation. If it were easy, I wouldn't have set it as a goal right? Like nobody's setting goals to make dinner five nights out of the week. And if they are, it's because they needed that as a thing to achieve because they weren't making dinner or they were doing it in some way they didn't want, right? So it's like when every, every goal you set is just as like a, it's a focus and a measurement, a way of measuring. I also like, I think of it as like, when we set a goal, we put up these fencing and when there's the fencing, it's like the horse with the blinders on. We're like, yeah, I know exactly where I'm going. Not because there weren't other places I could have gone. Just I chose that one. I'm going to figure out how to create it. I'm not going to stop until I do. So in the presence of your data not matching what you wanted it to match, 
right? I wanted to send two emails. I only sent one. I wanted to make 10 offers. I made seven. I wanted to do a webinar. I didn't do one. I wanted to sign three clients. I signed two. You get to choose how you experience this. It is a choice. It's a choice. So even if you have the habit of being judgmental of yourself, of beating yourself up, of being mean to yourself, you can change it. And the first part of changing it is just realizing that it was optional. That's the very first step. Because the other thing is, is when you treat yourself like that, right? When your experience of yourself in the presence of not doing what you wanted or not, right? Just not doing or creating what you wanted. That experience of yourself impacts your willingness and the ease at which it feels to show up in your business in the future. Because you're not going to want to set goals when yourself knows you're going to be mean to yourself. You're going to then become nervous of the future, nervous of yourself, leery afraid and you're gonna like try and talk yourself out of it like ah this doesn't make any sense to behave this way and yet because you have a habit of being mean to yourself you have a habit right of thinking very specific thoughts and spiraling into more thoughts that feel similarly right more of the pressure more of the judgment more of the like meanness you create where it's like yourself is nervous to go do it because it yourself knows how you'll talk to yourself. Yourself knows how you'll make yourself feel. And yourself is like, no, thank you. Right? Reasonably so. So I told you that there's a choice. And I want to make sure I also really explain what this other option is. Because, I mean, yes, first step is realizing that there is a choice. And that let your brain break there, right? Like let your mind bend around that and be like, what? Here's what it could look like. And it's like, some of you guys want to get like really super friendly and positive about it. It's like, no, I'm not super positive. It's not that I'm not, but I'm I'm not. So when you're thinking like, oh, I wanted to send two emails and I sent one. Some of you might think a thought where you think the opposite of judgment is like, oh, that's okay, right? Like something that like comfort yourself, maybe. But I want to introduce you to some some other ways that this might look apart from the judgment. And it might look like feeling curious. Now, you can start with the emotion of curious or you could start with a thought or a question like, hmm, what happened here? Now, you do not always have to know what happened, If you're like, I wanted to write two emails, but I wrote one, you do not have to spend all your time trying to figure out what happened. (laughs) Because notice how that might be a jump point where you then jump back into judgment, jump back into like trying to figure it out and controlling it and not feeling great. But you might curiously want to explore it, but you don't have to. Another way you might experience it, right? Like, I wanted to send two emails and I sent one, or I wanted to sign three clients and I signed two. There might be that that feeling of self-acceptance. And you might think a thought to create that, like, this doesn't mean anything about me. Signing two clients instead of three doesn't mean anything about me personally. I'm still enough. I'm still lovable. I'm still a bundle of joy. (laughs) 
right? But it's, it's creating that, right? You might say, in the presence of data that doesn't match what I wanted, the end data doesn't match what my goal was, I want to feel self-accepting of myself. I don't want to judge myself. I want to remember that this data means nothing about me personally. It's not, it doesn't impact my enoughness, my lovability, none of it. You might want to feel, right, when you look at the data and it not matching your goal, you might want to feel disappointed. And notice how different that is apart from the judgment and the being mean to yourself. It's like you're intentionally saying, you know what, I might want to feel disappointed. And what you might think to feel disappointed, right? Usually disappointment is just this feeling we have and it's a big way. But apart from the judgment, the thought might be so simple. It might sound like, I see what happened there and, ah. I was trying to write what that thought might be, but I was like, what if it's that simple? (laughs) I see what happened there and, ah. Right, that disappointment, that willingness to just feel disappointed in the face of, I wanted to make seven offers. Here I am in this moment looking back. I made, or I wanted to make 10 offers here in this moment, looking back at the data that actually happened, I made seven and just feeling disappointed and letting that thought be so simple. But notice how when you feel disappointed and you're thinking that thought, you're not making it about you. There's nothing wrong with you, right? Which would then create inadequacy. You're not judging yourself. I should have done it differently. I'm never going to figure this out. I should know better, right? You're not bringing any of that into it. It's simple. And it, I mean, really, that's what it is. It's just so simple. It's disappointed thinking, oh, I see what happened here. (laughs) In the face of not creating the results you want or like the data not matching up, it's not always just the end goal. You might also want to feel aware. And I was thinking about this, right? Because it's like none of these are like, like really high or positive emotions, I've mentioned curious, which is totally optional, self-acceptance, not optional at all, definitely do that one, (laughs) disappointed, because why not, right? It's like, it's not okay, it's fine to feel negative emotions, and aware, and what you might think to create the feeling of awareness is, what's happening here? And then you start watching your mind as the observer, not the thinker. And you just look at, what am I thinking about, I wanted to send two emails and I sent one. How am I feeling about that? And you guys, right? The one thing if you get when you walk away from today's podcast, in the presence of your data, in the presence of your goal that doesn't match your data, you get to feel and think. You get to have an experience in your head any experience you want and whatever your habit has been you get to see it stop it and choose a different build a different habit and remember I say building a habit because then we're not expecting perfectionism we're not like well I told myself to let the habit go and start this new one 100% of the time sometimes that happens and sometimes we're totally normal humans who divert back and we do the old habit 
And then we remember, we feel self-accepting. We're like, oh yeah, I forgot I'm a human. It's going to happen. And then we readjust back into the new habit, remembering that you can feel curious and doing it. Remembering that you can feel self-accepting. Remembering that you can feel disappointed. Remembering that you can feel and want to feel aware. And these are the things that make a business enjoyable to build. These are the things that make setting a goal feel, I mean, safe isn't quite the right word, but just like not less scary, um, which overall then makes like, yeah, I want to build something. I want to create something I've never created before. And it's like when you see it through that lens, you're like, oh, no wonder I have felt nervous. No wonder I was paralyzed and couldn't figure out why. <laughs> no wonder I kept searching. I was trying to solve for something by being mean to myself. And I'm just letting that habit down as I practice building a new one. Okay, that's it for this week. Guys, if you want extra support with this, come in and let me support you in my program. And I help coaches build their business. I help coaches see their mind. I help coaches accept themselves. And that's the work we're going to do. Because it turns out building your coaching business is significantly simpler than you let it be. And that is <laughs> then the work of letting down all the ways that you make it complicated. And that's very normal for the brain to do. So, okay, I will talk to you next week. Hey, who's your business coach? If you don't have one, I'd be honored to help you grow your coaching business. I have a daily practice that'll help you feel powerful, focused, and comforted in the discomfort of growing your business. This mental routine will help you create any goal you're working on. Sign up for this free training at elizabethsalazarcoaching.com. Just like this podcast, it's free. I'll see you over in your inbox.